Should UK issue working visas for foreign lorry drivers? That's the question today. With the threat of Christmas shortage of turkeys for a Christmas dinner, uh, the UK government is now under pressure to create a short-term working visa scheme for foreign lorry drivers. This is according to a BBC report. Now, the uh, COVID pandemic and Brexit has left transport for, for firms desperate for, to, to recruit drivers and government departments have been in discussion with options for the industry, including the possibility of visas. But so far, ministers have rejected any calls to introduce visas for, for drivers and they've been urging firms to use local labour. Uh, the industry wants drivers, though, to be added to the government's official shortage occupations list, which was started many years ago, which would then enable them to become eligible for a skilled working visa in a similar way to, say, a nurse. But is, is immigration to the UK the magic bullet for, for industry? Um, you know, the government really wants the industry to employ British drivers, or, or certainly people who are resident here in the UK already, which the industry said it's impossible due to short-term uh, training costs and the time it takes to uh, pass the rigorous HGV or heavy goods vehicle driving test in the UK. I understand the failure rate for that is something like 40%. Uh, training these drivers, these are the HGV big lorry drivers, basically heavy goods vehicles. These are the huge long lorries that you see up and down the motorways or coming through the ports of Dover. Now training drivers for these, you can't just get in a lorry with a normal driving license. It can take six to nine months and cost up to £7,000. So many, many British drivers who are driving already claim that you know, low pay and poor working conditions are actually deterring people from you know, coming into the industry. They complain of, you know, long working hours, um, not very much money. So, you know, a lot of people are trying to get out of it, let, let alone sort of join in the industry. Uh, but, but what businesses are warning is that this shortage is jeopardizing the economic recovery. Uh, because, you know, if, if you can't get goods to the shops to sell, then some of those goods may be thrown away, may be dumped, uh, and that, that will affect the economic output, the overall uh, economic activity, the GDP. And the sector is also re reeling from a number of uh, incidents that's taken place in, over the last years, the pandemic, the lockdown, um, you know, Brexit, which has also prevented drivers from even taking the test. And European drivers have returned home in many cases during the lockdown and, you know, perhaps they, they can't come back again because they did not apply for their, for their residence permit when they were living here already. So before Brexit, EU workers had free movement of labour. They could come and go as they pleased uh, and they didn't need to apply for residence here or residence permit. So many people just came here and worked. Some stayed many years um, without even bothering to register. Uh, so some of those have gone home and then found, oh, you know, I can't go back again. Now I need a working visa to go and work in the UK after Brexit. Uh, now, I would say to that that you know the Home Office did actually publicise this long before you know the, the final Brexit day. They were spent about two years uh, encouraging people to to apply for residence permits in the UK. I think they they actually sort of bent over backwards. Really, they they gave a cheaper form of settlement than a non-EU worker. Non-EU workers to settle in the UK 
cost thousands of pounds. EU workers, I, I can't remember what the fee was, but it was certainly like £100 or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't looked it up. Uh, and it was a very fast process. They, they, they processed thousands and hundreds of thousands of these visas. And uh, so th there's really no excuse if you didn't apply for that, for that visa and now you're stuck somewhere and unable to come back because you had the chance while you were here. And they said they would not deport anybody even though uh, they missed the deadline. And many people did miss the deadline. I was reported on this before when the deadline w was up. Um, so really, th there's no excuse for that. But anyway, the Road Haulage Association estimates that there are a current shortfall of 60,000 drivers. And obviously, you can't really train up 60,000 drivers j just like that. And the time it would take six months or so is just, it's just not feasible. Um, so they're, they're, they're estimating that um, supermarkets could start to run out of, of essential items um you know and, and like like we did in, during the, the the pandemic when toilet rolls run out you know but it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy doesn't it because if you say well there's going to be a shortage of turkeys for christmas which is the traditional dinner at christmas in in the uk which is four months away people might start going and panic buying turkeys and putting them in the freezer and then that 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 in turn creates a shortage when it was the toilet roll shortage you know, you saw people going to the supermarket or Costco with a whole, you know, trolley load of toilet rolls, uh, enough for about three years, um, just because they were panicking. And that then created a real shortage. Um, now, I've been around the supermarkets over the last couple of days, and I, I mentioned it in my video post last week. I didn't see a massive shortage of things. Yes, certain things are in shortage, short supply. You know, McDonald's now said they will not make milkshakes. Well, is that a real big loss for society? No, I don't think so. But it does affect economic output. Um, but, you, you know, there, there are if, if you want a certain brand of something, maybe it's not available. So, yeah, there, there could be shortages. But, you know, we've got to take it, put this into perspective. I mean, if we if goods are getting there at the moment, then you know, perhaps they've just got to reorganize themselves. But I don't know. I mean, what, what what's your uh, view on this? I mean, I, I would say that if they issued these these visas, it would probably apply to European workers. So. If you currently live in India or the Philippines and you're hoping to come here on a lorry driver visa, I personally don't think that would happen. Uh, they might do something for EU workers or they might give some concession for workers that have been here before but left without applying for, for residency. Uh, so I, I don't know. In terms of non-EU immigration, that's been slashed back over the, over the last you know, 10, 15 years when the EU expanded. And they've gradually whittled it down to just a few sections and, and a few highly skilled workers or people with money to invest. Uh, they, they've cut out any what you might call low skilled workers. What is a low skilled worker? Well, you look on the, on the website and you'll see. But they, I'm sure they wouldn't count a, a driver as a highly skilled job. But for some, it, it is highly skilled. I couldn't do it. Uh, for some, a care worker is, is, is a highly skilled job. But in terms of you know the home office, they might not see it as highly skilled as a nurse or a doctor for obvious reasons. But um, they, they they really don't want low skilled workers coming in on low wages because that that doesn't really add to the economy. Uh, if if someone's on on a low wage in a job, say working on on near to minimum wage, they're hardly paying any tax. The the amount of tax you pay in the in the UK doesn't even start until you've earned more than. Uh, 12,500 
So that first 12,500 is tax free. You don't pay tax on that. So if you're only earning 15, 16, 17,000, you're not uh, you're not paying that much tax. You might pay a thousand pound a year tax. Yes, you pay a bit of national insurance as well, but that barely runs the country. You know, the amount of tax we even collect doesn't pay for everything. They have to borrow money every year. Now they're printing billions of dollars, pounds. So, you know, hiring a load of unskilled workers is not going to have a, 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 a very good long-term economic effect on the country. Bringing in highly skilled workers and bringing in uh, highly skilled business people to, to set up businesses and entrepreneurs, that will have a positive benefit to, to the country. Now, importing overseas workers has been a uh, the, the magic bullet, the panacea, that, that magic pill uh, to plug skill shortages in the UK since, well, you, know, back, you can go back to the 1950s, if you like, the Windrush generation that came over from the West Indies uh, to, to work in, in the NHS, to work in on, on the buses and trains and that sort of thing. Uh, and, and it goes on right up to today with, with hiring nurses from the Philippines and other countries to work in, in hospitals. And I was in that business myself in, in, in the 2000s. Um, I, I helped bring thousands of people into the UK to work as nurses and carers, but the, the business became unviable because the government cut it down so much and wanted everybody to use EU workers. Well, now those EU workers are not so available. Um, we're going back to maybe expanding it to, to, to more non-EU workers, and certainly more nurses are now coming in as the government have expanded the, the non-EU immigration uh, back again to, to, to what it was. But it's still quite difficult to come into, into the UK. And there was something only uh, earlier today on the BBC about hiring nurses from the Philippines and, and that sort of thing. So it, it, there's, still a, there's still a shortage. There was a shortage in, in the year 2000 when I got into that business. And, and then there's a shortage today. Uh, so what, what's your view? Should we use more migrant workers or should we train more British workers to do the job? Or is the situation more complicated than that? I don't know. Um, you know, they've been looking at this for many, many years. Uh, nurses, there are thousands of nurses being trained in the UK, but maybe not enough because every year thousands of nurses retire from the profession. You know, I know several hundred nurses that I've heard of have gone abroad themselves. They, you know, before the, the lockdown situation, they were applying for jobs in, in Australia where the pay is higher, America, New Zealand. So... Not everyone stays in the job once they're trained here. Uh, but what, what's your view? Should we uh, stop immigration? Should we increase immigration? Uh, should we get drivers in from, from Europe to, to, to solve this problem? Or is that storing up problems for the future? I'd be interested to hear your comments wherever you're watching this. And uh, you know, do let me know and do like and share this post to, to spread the word amongst other people. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening and uh, have, have a great day wherever you are. And uh, if, you're, if you're a lorry driver from Europe, maybe it's time to, to come back. All is forgiven. Thank you.